Hello and welcome to the Monroe Method Clancast. I am Jason Monroe and this is episode 65. Now, not only is this episode 65, it's episode one of season three because this is the third year. Now, I didn't, I didn't, I think I started this towards the end of 2022 and that was season one. 2023 was season two and going into 2024 is season three. So realistically, I've been running this. I've been doing this for about, I don't know, a year and a half, something like that. But anyway, we're back for the new year. Happy new year to you and yours from me and mine. I have got a bit of a theme this year and I want to share it with you. So when I when I start to do new things, I tend to keep them quiet and not talk about them initially <clears throat> to see how I get on with them first of all. And then I'm like, yeah, I can start talking about this now. So for example, when I decided to stop drinking alcohol, uh, in 2023. I didn't tell anyone. It was just something I did and I think I was like three weeks into it before I was like, do you know what? I am going to do this. This is awesome. I'm going to keep this up. When I eventually said to my wife, look, um, something I want to talk to you about. It sounded like a very serious conversation and we had a chat about it. So anyway, this is my thing. So for 2024, I have like we all do, I've got a lot of goals. I've got a lot of things I want to achieve. I've got a lot of things I want to do. Um, in terms of business, I've got goals for the Monroe Method. There are places that I want to take it, things that I want to do, a level that I want to get to. Um, and this is going to be the year when I do it. So I started working with my business coach last April, I think it was, April 2023. Um, and we spent most of last year getting things into a good position you know, I went to him with a Facebook group with a few hundred people in it and I ended the year with my own app, my own private community with just under 400 people in it um, with a course doing things completely differently. So last year was a very good year. And I would say that was me kind of developing the framework of what is going to be the next uh, stage. That's not the word I want to use. The next hmm, evolution. Evolution is a good word. The next evolution of the Monroe method. Now, and then obviously I'm working on my PT. I've got things I want to achieve like health and fitness wise as well. So for me, I like when I stopped drinking alcohol, 2023 for me was about sobriety, right? I, I removed something that I felt was having a significant impact on my physical and mental health, my personal progress, my business progress. Uh, I felt that alcohol had reached the point where it was, well, I hadn't reached a point. I reached that point long ago where just nobody ever wants to admit that alcohol is bad for them. Uh, I reached a point where I said, look, this, this has to go. And 2023 for me was about experiencing and exploring a life of sobriety and spending my days and weeks and months acknowledging all the benefits and positives that I was experiencing as a re result of that. And for me, 2023 was one of my best years. Um, I can reflect on 2023 knowing that I did not do one stupid thing under the influence of alcohol. I did not have a single hangover. I did not waste a single Sunday. And that is a fucking awesome, ridiculously awesome feeling. Now, in that journey of self-improvement, I am now looking at this year. Or I did look at this year, right? Throughout December, I was like, right, I am gonna, I'm going to use the new year 
and we'll talk about that in a bit, but I am going to use the new year to launch the next thing. What is the next thing going to be for me? Now, for most of us, most of us don't need the introduction of anything new. I have everything that I need. I do not need to add anything new to my business. I don't need to add anything new to my personal life. I don't need to go out and get a gym membership or a coach or anything like that. I already have, I've got a business coach for work. I've got a PT for health and fitness. Um, I've got everything that I need. I've got a, a gym in my garage. I went and got my wife a secondhand treadmill for Christmas, but really it's for me. Um, I do not need anything else, but that's not enough. Like I work with hundreds of people who have not necessarily gyms at home, though many do, but they'll have a Peloton or a bike or uh, dumbbells or weights or whatever it is. And they just don't, they don't use them. Like what, what do most people's uh, treadmills and exercise bike bikes and cross trainers do in the corner of the bedroom? They get fucking clothes hung on them, don't they? So most of us have access to everything that we need. So what's the problem? What stops us from doing it? It's usually time, it's usually energy, it's not money, we've already got the thing. It's a case of, you know, what is what is that defining line between doing and not doing, right? You have the choice to do or not do, what is it that makes you choose not to do the thing? So, for me, this year is about reductionism, that's the way that I'm looking at it. I spoke to someone on a check-in today who said they, they used a different term because they've got a similar thing. They are decluttering, decluttering their life, which is very similar. But I'm calling it reductionism. I am cutting back on the shit that I don't need. Um, the shit that I don't need, the things that I've become reliant on, the things that I've started taking for granted, the things that I pay for that I don't use. On uh, Towards the end of December, I got a letter from Sky saying, great news, we are not changing your Sky subscription this year. So you're going to continue to enjoy all these discounts, blah, 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 but you'll still be subject to this percentage increase in January. Now, I track my finances on my phone in an app. And as far as I was concerned, I was still paying £69 a month for Sky, right? Which is fine because it's just purely Sky. Um, my internet's through the business. I just pay for Sky TV. Um, and it was 69 quid. And that's the full shebang, right? All the sports, which is ridiculous because I only watch the F1 channel, but all the sports... All the movies, all the HD, Ultra HD, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and an extra box for the room. And I think the Netflix was through it as well. Now, when I went into my bank account, I noticed that I'd been paying 70-something, 73-74. Which, you might ask, fine, that's not a big increase. Like, I've obviously missed some kind of change. And then in January, even though they told me that it was barely going to change, January, they were wanting £94 a month. I'm like, no, fuck that. £100 a month to watch the TV. I get all the stuff through Amazon Prime. I get all the stuff through Netflix. So I think that is tied into my sky. I've got Disney Plus. Like, nobody watches TV in my house. We watch things on catch-up. We watch box sets. We've just been watching Kin recently. Highly recommend. K-I-N. Irish gang drama. Phenomenal. Um, I don't need TV. So I recently got that letter. I knew I was coming out of contract. Spoke to my wife about it. I was like, look, it will do absolutely no harm here to remove this, right? We get rid of it. And do you know what? Six months down the line, if we are absolutely 
missing it like mad and we can't be without it and we need to have it, then we'll get it back again. And we'll get we'll be a new customer and we'll probably get a better deal than what we're getting anyway. So I have to eradicate it £94 a month. And that was the start of it for me. That was the start of my reductionism. So now I'm like, right, what else can I do? Um, a few kind of strange, well, a strange one I've done that it might sound strange is I've removed coffee. I've removed caffeine because I drink a lot of caffeine, whether it's energy drinks or coffee. And I don't think it has a detrimental effect, right? But I don't think it has a positive effect either. It had just reached the point of becoming a habit. First thing in the morning, coffee. Uh, afternoon, coffee. Making the dinner, I would have a coffee because I'm like, right, I want to stay awake for the rest of the night because my wife gets annoyed when I fall asleep watching TV because I get up mega early. Um, so I'm like, yeah, what? you know, I've reached a point, have you actually seen the price of coffee now? It is ridiculous. A jar, a, even a jar of instant coffee, like I stopped using my coffee pod tassable thing because the prices of them were getting out of control. A jar of coffee is between like six to nine quid. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Cans of Monster. Pure habit going into the shop, grabbing what, oh yeah, we need a loaf and milk. Ah, fuck it, I'll get a can of Monster as a pick-me-up. 175. A waste of money. Like, it's making no difference. So, from the first of, it's, today's the 4th of January, I have had zero caffeine. Uh, and I've not even had withdrawals yet. Which I was massively, I was expecting migraines and all sorts. I have had nothing. The next thing I did... So in my house, I had an Xbox, which was whatever the, the, the newest, best one is, right? Um, I had that one, and my son had whatever the next one down was. I think mine was like an Xbox One X, his is an Xbox One S series, whatever it is. That's a distraction for me, because if, if there's spare time in the evenings, I jump on that. Like, and I could be doing something far more productive. I could be on the treadmill, I could be in the gym, I could be tidying up, I could be planning out my day the next again day. I could be doing something productive. Instead, I'm sitting playing the same games over and over again. So I gave my Xbox to my eldest son and I moved the Xbox from his room into my youngest's room. So I now no longer have an Xbox. There isn't one in the living room. The lure's not there. The temptation's not there anymore. Um, it's no longer going to be a gap filler, right? It was an easy, fun, dopamine-inducing gap filler. So rather than having that there... I now have to, you know, I can't say, right, I'll just jump on and play that for an hour. It's, oh, well, I'll need to look for something else to do. Something that I want to do much more of this year, and again, I do not need to get anything for it because I have fucking oceans of books on shelves behind me and boxes up my loft. I want to read more. How many books would I get through, will I get through this year? Because I'm not spending a couple of hours or an hour in the evening or a few hours at the weekend playing an Xbox. If I've got time to play an Xbox, I've got time to read. Um, and the last thing that I've done, and this is everything for January, I'm going to continue this, like this is just my start point. The last thing I have done, and I am going to put a link to this in the description of this episode, because I was blown away by this thing. So I've always... As someone who runs an online business, as someone who has to spend time on social media, like, people who don't rely on social media or need social media in the way that I do, they have a choice, right? Spend time on social media or don't. Delete the app or don't. 
when you have to have it because that's where most of your clients come from it's where you've built your business around and there's a big it's all interconnected i have to be on social media every single day now when you have to be on something every single day it makes it very difficult for you not to get distracted and if i am if, like i have been recently and i know myself inside out right when i have big shit to work on i procrastinate like a mother hubbard I will look for any excuse not to work on the thing I'm working on. It's just this thing that I do, like many people do it. I work with plenty of people who procrastinate, but I think I've done enough self-exploration over the last few years to have myself pretty nailed down. And I know that, like today, for example, I wrote a message to my business coach and said, look, here are my plans for January. I am going to create a new three-day free lead magnet thing for people to come into my private community and get a few problems solved and work through like a three episode mini course type thing i'm going to have that finished for monday i am going to do a five-day mindset challenge at the end of this month um, i am going to talk to my existing members i'm going to ask some of them to become affiliates right so i've got all this stuff planned for this month not only that i'm also running like a free dry january thing inside the Monroe Method inside a private coaching platform, completely optional, 62 people opted in to take part in that, where I just put up a post every day for 31 days throughout January, just as some prompts to help them explore the relationship with uh, alcohol and various other things. Um, what else is happening this month? We took on 20 trial members at the start of the month. We took on 30 new members that joined us in advance to start in the new year. And there's, there's something else happening this month, right? So to the point where I can't remember what it is. So this is a mega month, right? And I cannot waste any time. I cannot waste a day. I cannot have any setbacks. Well, I can, but I can't have too many. So I know that when I have a mega month like this and I'm sitting down, like I will do all my stuff that I need to do every day. I will take care of my clients I will post my stuff on social media. I'll create my social media posts. I'll write my five emails a week. I'll keep up with my podcast episode a week because those things are easy. They're familiar. I do them all the time. But it's the new stuff. It's the stuff that needs planning and preparation and creation and building stuff from scratch. I've never run a five-day mindset challenge before. I'm going to have to spend a couple. I might go to the caravan for a weekend with my big whiteboard and I have to plan out you know, in the same way I did planning out the 14-day course when we moved to the app. I'm going to have to go plan that out. So I know I will procrastinate like fuck. So, back to the point. <laughs> when you have to go on social media and you're in that period of looking for distractions, of wanting to procrastinate, of wanting to have a reason not to do the thing that you're doing, the minute you open that uh, Instagram or Thank God I don't spend time on Facebook anymore. It's my least favorite TikTok. I still don't understand TikTok, so I don't do that. But when I open Instagram or threads, I'm getting a little more into threads. I can easily get distracted, especially when you've got mates who bombard you with memes and funny videos. Like I, I unfollowed all that stuff, but my friends still send me it, so I still see it. Here's an interesting thing. You would think that, so last year I unfollowed everyone on Instagram because I was working on big product projects, right? When I was moving everyone over to the app, that was massive. October was a ridiculous month for me. When 
I unfollowed everyone, pretty much everyone. I was following like three people. I was trying to create a distraction-free timeline. Do you know what happens when you don't have anything to look at from the people you follow? Like it used to just say, um, you've kept, you know, that's you up to date with everything. Awesome. Please, please try again later. Now it just throws things at me. And it'll be like, here's a funny video. Here's a funny video. Here's shit that you look at. Here's something about F1. Here's a meme. Here's this. And it comes up at the bottom, are you interested or not? To help you like, make sure it's giving you things that you like seeing. I don't want it to give me things I like seeing because it just, it's a massive distraction. So, when you're in the position where you cannot not look at your phone or use your phone or whatever, I had always, in the past, especially last year, looked for a time release safe. So it's like a digital safe with a keypad and you, you put it, put something in for a certain amount of time. Now there was various different ones on the market. They were all a bit shit. And the ones that were good were like in the hundreds of pound range. I'm like, I'm not spending 180 quid on this thing, right? And the other ones, they were horrendous. It was like, oh, hide the cookies in here for you know up to 14 days to, to reduce temptation. What I wanted was a lockbox or a safe that I could digitally lock and set a time period so that I could do blocks of focused work, right? I wanted something that I could say, right, at eight o'clock, I put my phone in here, I set the thing to four hours, go, and I cannot get into it. And I bloody well found it. So at the end of Christmas, at the yeah, at the end of the year, I was on Amazon. I'm going to look it up right now, actually. I was on Amazon and I came across this thing called a was it a tech box? Let me go into my orders. Now, I'm I'm going to put the the reason I'm going to put the link for this in the description is because I was I am blown away by the cost of this thing and how bloody good it is. I was going to swear then how ridiculously good it is. Right? It is. It's not massive. It's like, I mean, what would it be similar to? It's a large cube, right? It's not massive, massive. I wanted something big. Put it this way, right? You could get a couple of tablets, a few phones, and a couple of Xbox controllers in it. You could probably also get, I would say, 18 cans of juice in it, like the small 330ml cans, right? Just to give you an idea of it. It's like a, almost like a small mini fridge. So... In the top of it is a keypad. You can set it for hours, for, you can do like a bedtime thing. So I, I can't remember what the timings are. Actually, it will tell me here. Um, you can do a bedtime mode where you set it for 10 to 24 hours. So you could go to bed, let's say you go to bed at 9 p.m. Uh, and you do not want to be able to get to your phone until 8 a.m. or 7 a.m. You basically just set the timer for the 10, 11, 12 hours, press the button and that's it, you can't get to it. Oh, that's it beeping behind me. Did you hear that? I set that an hour ago to lock away my phone to do this podcast. That was it beeping if you heard that. And the door just popped open. Uh, so yeah, you, you have an hour mode, which you can set from 1 to 24 hours. Then you have the bedtime mode, which you can set for 10 to 24 hours. I don't know why you would set 24 hours, but whatever. Then it has a 24-hour mode where you can lock things away for up to 14 days. 
Now, if you're not going to do this for yourself, this is a great way to punish <laughs> to punish children. You're not getting your tablet for a week and you can't give in and you can't cave into it. It's like, yeah, you're not getting your Xbox for a week. Give me those controllers in there. Do, 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 do. Seven days. Boom. So you put batteries in it. Takes like three or four double A's in the back. There is an emergency access keypad on the back. So just in case you lock some, I had to use this on the first day because I fucked up, but I didn't do it. I took, I took it to my wife and I said, look, I would like you to set a, I can't remember, like a six or eight digit code on the back of this. I don't want to see it. I don't want to know what it is. Just press star star and then press star again to confirm it. And that's it. So my wife knows how to get into that. I don't. And that is working out beautifully because I come downstairs in the morning, like I would normally mess around on my phone, check comments on Instagram from before, DMs, whatever. Now I'm coming downstairs and throwing my phone into the tech brick storage locking system uh, and just setting it to four hours. And then I just go boom, straight into four hours of deep, focused, uninterrupted, undistracted work. And it's working out brilliantly. Now the reason I'm hammering on about this is because it was only 20 quid, 19.99. Now this thing will not be this cost for much longer. Um, it only has 10, I've given it a mega rating. I don't know if it's been approved yet. I just reviewed it yesterday. I've given it a brilliant rating. Um, no, mine isn't on yet. But I've given it a great rating. Everyone else has given it five star ratings. It's only 19.99. It is not going to be 19.99 for very long. So if you are someone who wants to punish their children, I'm joking. If you're someone who struggles to reduce distractions, if you're someone who is going to bed at night and you spend two hours scrolling your phone. If you're someone who wakes up through the night and checks your phone, fuck me, how many people have I worked with who wake up frequently through the night and check their phone and expose themselves to that distraction? All it takes is for that one notification. Imagine checking your phone in the middle of the night and seeing something awful and then you can't sleep for the rest of the night. I've got people, I'm working with people recently who are arguing with people on Twitter all day, every day, maybe not all day, every day, but a lot, um, who struggle to put the phone away, struggle to spend less time on the phone. And it's not your fault, by the way, honestly, like there'll be people listening to this who don't spend as much time on the phone, like, oh, why can't you just control yourself? Or why can't you just not look at your phone? If it was easy as that, nobody would have issues with this. Um, there's a wonderful book called how to break up with your phone. And it it's not like oh, how to never ever use a phone again. It's not like that. The title's not very good, I don't think. But it's about uh, understanding how companies basically manipulate you all day, every day. Uh, they, they, your phone learns about you all the time. Like, and like I said, with Instagram, for example, it knows loads about me because it knows everything I watch, it knows the type of things I watch, it knows the type of things that it knows what my biggest watch times are. So it doesn't show me, uh, I don't know, it doesn't show me cat videos, for example, because I it knows that I would scroll past that or I would only watch the first three seconds of it. But it will show me a video of something to do with Formula One because it knows I watch those to the end. So it will feed me more of that. Like your phone is disgustingly clever 
in your phone. It's everything about your phone is designed to hook you in from the notifications to using it as an alarm clock to the notifications you can get on your screen to getting, you know, if you think about it, right? If you get notified, think of all the things you can get notified on Facebook. You, If you have all your notifications switched on, you'll get notified when friends post things, when someone, when someone likes your photo, when someone comments on your photo, when someone likes someone's comment on your photo, when someone replies to someone's comment, it's endless. Unless you manage it and control it, it's endless. Um, so they're designed to get us in and on these platforms. And Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, etc. they want you to spend as much time on these as humanly possible because the more time you spend there, the more ads they can put in front of your eyes and the more ads that you look at, the more money they make. It doesn't matter how the ad performs. Like if I, I don't run ads, I boost, um, I'll boost popular posts from time to time to get more eyeballs on my Instagram profile to gain more followers now and again. I'll put like a fiver a day behind something. Um, whether someone follows me or not, it doesn't matter. I get charged every time that's shown to someone. That's, that's how it works. Uh, so yeah, the more time you spend on these platforms, the more money they make. God, we're off on a tangent about uh, mobile phones and distractions now. So, let's wrap this up. <laughs> 2024, for me, is the year of reductionism, right? It's the year of cutting back, cutting down, scaling back, getting... You know, we, we spend years of our lives accumulating shit where we just add and add and add and add and it's the same with our habits as well our habits accumulate and stack up to the point where you know you you might have a bunch of unhelpful habits that you just do because that's what you've always done you might start your day by scrolling your phone for half an hour or you in fact even better right? you you start your day by hitting the snooze button five times and when you do eventually get up you scroll your phone for 30 minutes and then you come downstairs and put the kettle on and scroll your phone for a bit. Or then you might sit down and watch the TV. Like these things just stack and accumulate. Imagine you didn't do any of that. How much time would you have in the morning? How much less stressful would getting the kids out the door be? How much more time would you have to prep your lunch for the day instead of grabbing something on the go? You could stop and have a proper breakfast instead of being hungry at 10 a.m. and smashing the biscuits in the staff room. Uh and consuming hundreds of unnecessary calories. So there is all this shit that we do that is just habit and it just stacks and accumulates. And I am not doing it anymore. I am opting out, everybody. <laughs> so for me, I, and I will update you on this throughout the year to let you know how it's going. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be really interested to see what my screen time's like in the next three, six, 12 months compared to like the year before. I'm sure I can go in and compare that data, but Sky, my Sky cancels on the 26th of, or 27th of this month. They'll probably come back to me on like the 25th with a mega discount offer. But I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm not going to do it. Um, we've got rid of Sky. Day four without caffeine is going really well. I, I don't feel I'm neither up nor down. So it's like, it's a bit like when um, you see people doing Herbalife, right? And they're, they're smashing, you know, someone will post something and they're smashing the gym, they're getting their steps in, they're going for runs, they're hitting PBs and they're drinking shakes, right? And you're like, well, oh, no, in fact, no, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're doing all of that 
and they're eating healthily, right? They're eating loads of salads and whatever else their version of healthy eating is. And they're like, yeah, and I'm drinking the shake. The shake's like the secret. It's like, no, it's not the fucking secret. Remove the shake and nothing will change. If you just remove that expensive shake that you're buying and you still do the workouts and the steps and the running and smashing PBs and you still keep eating like that, you can remove the shake and you'll still make the exact same progress. Um, you know, I always think about these things like, yeah, you're doing all that. Can you just explain to me what the shake's for? That's kind of how I feel about... I just hit the microphone there. That's how I kind of feel about caffeine at the moment. It's like, well, you know, I was drinking four, five, six cups of coffee a day, purely out of habit, as a distraction sometimes, oh, I'll just go make a coffee. This would be a great time not to do work and go make a coffee. But I also like drinking hot drinks. So I think decaf will come back at some point. But for now, Sky TV's going away. Not drank, not drank any caffeine for four days. And I've not played any Xbox for four days. And I have massively reduced my screen time. I am actually... I've always wanted, like, it was, I would have very rare infrequent periods of getting into this flow state that you hear people talking about, where you're actually just caught up in your work and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. I've been doing that because I'm locking this phone away. I've been doing that much more. And we're only four days into the month, so I've got a long way to go for the rest of the year. But I'm very, I'm feeling good about the changes and the start that I've made because this month is going to be a mega month. So my ability to handle this month, to deal with the stress, to cope with the workload, to still have time to do the things that I want to do is going to be dependent on me not frittering time away elsewhere. So I guess the lesson from today, which has just been about me talking about fucking reducing stuff, is that we don't need more time, we don't need more things, we don't need more memberships, we don't need more hours in the day. We need to cut back on the amount of shit that we do that does nothing for us, that doesn't help us, that doesn't contribute, that doesn't take us closer to what we want. In fact, most of that, like, if I'm spending three or four hours a day on my phone, then, you know, what am I missing out on? Like, that 20 hours a week, potentially. 20 hours a week, fuck me, the amount of stuff I could build and create, the amount of books I could get through with those 20 hours that I waste looking at, albeit very funny videos. I was pissing myself the other day at one, but never mind. <laughs> right, that's enough for me today. So it's unfortunate that I can't be like, yeah, so what are you guys going to do in 2024? I can't do that one here. I can't get that feedback. But what you can do is keep an eye out and keep your ears out and keep your eyes on your inbox for this free, completely free mindset challenge that I'm going to run at the end of the month, which I'm excited about, but also already thinking about ways to procrastinate about because it's such a big thing to deal with. Um, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. Anyway, that's all from me today. Welcome to 2024. Welcome to season three of this podcast. Uh, speak to you next week.